0: Radio show on the Even <laughs> the other stations are tuned in, too. Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down. Shut the fuck up. Take your cock out of your hand and listen.
1: Joey Valentine. Heyo, heyo, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, and you are listening to Justin Bieber's second favorite podcast in the world. It is September the 28th, 2022. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for giving me your time, lending me your ear, and letting me talk, trying to make you laugh and have some fun on this new, all new, brand new episode. I thank you so much for being here. So let's just go ahead and jump into things and see if we can have some fun. You know how I was going on and on about how a guy ripped me off for a washing machine that is still kind of in limbo. I have really procrastinated. I've got to get over to the justice of the peace and file charges on him so I can take his ass to court. But I read a funny story the other day I thought I would share it with you guys. It's not anything I did, but it's still funny. A gentleman went to a man's house. This is a real story. I read the news. And he was going to buy a washing machine, and the guy asked the seller, he said, well, I you know, can I do a load of laundry in it because I need to make sure it works. And the guy was like, yeah, fine, you know. So he puts his clothes in, he runs a cycle, and when the cycle's done, he puts his clothes in his car, and he drives the fuck off with his clean clothes. <laughs> Didn't buy the machine, just got a free wash. Uh, I thought that was pretty clever. Very very funny, and in other news, a gentleman uh, was in the hospital. I read this. Uh, I'm doing like, what am I doing like a Jay Leno thing here? Is you hear the news? You he, hear this? Hear about this? Hear about this? My terrible Jay Leno impression. I thank God I can't sound like him. But uh, there was this guy, and he was in the hospital, and he had a, a barbell removed from his ass, as people are to do sometimes. And he was in the emergency room, and they finally got the barbell out of his ass. And, uh, he immediately takes it and he puts it right back in there and he goes, two,
0: <laughs>
1: I make no apologies for what I do. So let me go ahead and just run down a list of things that I've noted in my notes for noting. I'm sorry. I'm already at a point where I'm laughing, and I haven't even said anything yet, so this is probably going to be a real silly show. The internet, I've noticed, has three speeds. Even when I used Chrome, I used Edge now, because, uh, believe it or not, Microsoft finally came out with a browser that is worth a shit. And to me, Microsoft Edge fucking annihilates Chrome as far as privacy, user uh, friendliness, uh, overall aesthetic I love Microsoft Edge. Internet Explorer is a fucking joke. Internet Explorer is like the store brand macaroni cheese of web browsers. I don't know how for 20 years it seemed to always be the staple of Windows. And yet no one used it except maybe your grandmother. And then they came out with Edge. I guess they've been working on it all this time because it is superior. I highly recommend it. When you're using your browser, no matter what browser it is, you have three speeds. Three settings when it comes to the strictness of what comes through the filter when in your, uh, your search results from your search engine. You've got strict, you've got moderate, and you've got off. <laughs> and I live my life on off. Okay, but seriously, there's strict, which is rainbows and butterflies, moderate, which may let a few bikini pictures sneak through, And then there's off, which is put everything in the butt. I don't understand how these search engines work. If I were to specifically search for uh, black man hits white woman in face with 14-inch dong while midget clowns watch and eat salad while a cat plays a tuba in the corner, I won't be surprised when I get what I asked for. But if I'm like Google, how do I change a flat tire? I don't expect to see a German man taking a shit in a bowl of mashed potatoes. If I say Google, how do you cook spaghetti? You know what comes up? A hundred pictures of a guy urinating into a colander, and another guy has his balls in a jar of ragu. Okay, that's the difference between moderate and off. There's no heavy me. It's not moderate. Moderate might as well be strict. It, either one, it was strict or moderate. If you put, like, big tits, you know, taking a dump, on a midget or whatever. It just comes back with like happy pictures of people hanging out, like stuck Getty images of happy people. You can test strict and moderate all you want, but you're going to get nowhere. Occasionally, occasionally a half-clad woman might sneak through, but it's like Sears catalog caliber. Okay. It's like, Forty-year-old women in their undies posing for your mom's Christmas present. You mean you didn't buy your mom underwear for Christmas? That, that I didn't either. So yeah, that's um, so that's my thoughts on uh, search engines. You know. <laughs> so how about them cowboys? Huh? Did you see that the Cowboys pulled off a win against the Giants, bringing their record to two and one in New York City. I'm so proud of my boys, and that was without Dak Prescott, although we all know Dak Prescott is made of balsa wood. He probably snapped a few ankles just watching the game, and I am quite content with Rush being out there on the field. Cooper Rush is the man. he I've always said that he was good. I knew he was good before he came to the Cowboys, and he continues to be good. And, I mean, it's going to be really fucked up if Dak Prescott comes back and Cooper Rush takes a seat and then Dak starts losing games. People are going to be like, oh, we're we're good with Cooper, you know, go ahead and put him in. Okay. Um, so I watched a lot of sports over the weekend. And so I'm going to go kind of look on a sports thing here for a while. But I wanted to, <laughs> I was thinking like, I love baseball. I really do. Okay. Baseball is awesome. But it's not physical enough for me. See, I grew up playing hockey. I am a hockey player and I need violence. Even football is not violent enough. Sure, it's a bunch of grown men causing concussions and all kinds of mental brain damage throughout the years till they eventually become homicidal. But that's that's like long-term violence. I want fighting that's allowed. See, hockey games, if you've never seen a hockey game, and maybe you don't know this, sure, everybody fights in sports. It happens in basketball games. It happens in football games. But maybe you don't know. In hockey, it's allowed. Okay? When there's a fight, they don't break it up. They allow them to fight until somebody hits the ice. Now, no other game in the world, besides an actual sport of fighting, allows players to fucking fight. We're talking about two grown men on ice skates, removing their gloves and beating the shit out of each other. On ice skates, remember that. They're not in sneakers, they're not in boxing boots, they're not in boxing gear. They're completely padded up like a football player, and they're beating the shit out of each other, and everyone stops and watches. And when they're done, they go and they sit in the box for five minutes, and then they come back and they play the rest of the fucking game. Now, what other sport can do that? None. There is no other sport that does that, and that's what makes one of the reasons that hockey is so unique. Hockey is this shit. And I'm watching a lot of baseball because my Astros are doing kick-ass, and, of course, they're going to be in the playoffs because they have secured their spot. And we're going to make another run at the World Series. But the problem with baseball is it's just not violent enough. See, I got on this kick with YouTube, and I was watching over the weekend. I watched a lot of videos of umpires making bad calls and players getting ejected. Because, you know, if you, uh, you get in the umpire's face. If he calls a strike and it was a ball, like an obvious outside uh, ball, the, the umpire calls it a strike. And a guy goes, oh, well, fuck that. And then the umpire goes, you're out of here. And they kick him out of the game. And then they get in their face, each other's face, you know, and they're like, rrr,
0: rrr, 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 rrr.
1: And it's hilarious. But there's no punches thrown. Every now and then you'll have some dugouts empty. All right. And it's like a 30 on 30 fucking fight. The Royal Rumble, it is awesome. And it happens quite a lot, actually, in baseball, but it's not allowed. And those fights never get finished. There's no winner. Just a bunch of grown men in a big dog pile, randomly punching. There probably is a lot of friendly fire. I would imagine you're probably getting punched by your own teammates before you finally realize, like, oh, sorry, Bob, that's you. My bad. So if I was going to play baseball, I, I don't know. I just wouldn't ever. It's not that I ever take anything seriously anyway, but I would never take baseball seriously. I would be a pitcher, and I'd hit every fucking person that got up to bat with the ball. They'd have to chase me from every game. I'd get run. I'd be Joey Beanball Valentine. <laughs> I mean, seriously, when I've played, like I had a baseball game for my uh, Xbox a long time ago. When you think baseball takes a long time, 162 games a season with long, long, drawn-out games every fucking day. Now imagine playing 162 games against a computer. Well, <laughs> I can't. So I spent a lot of my time Rather than ever playing the game, uh, I hit the fucking players with the ball constantly. And the great thing was, as with all uh, programmers, with all uh, designers of video games, they always add some very cool things. You know, when the players get hit, they have funny reactions, you know. Their faces crinkle, their bodies crumble, they point the bat at you, they charge the mound. And that's what I want, you know. I was playing, I have this other game called Deuce Act, Dose X, Dose X, I don't know, something like that. And it's kind of like a Matrix-style fucking weird, I don't know, I just got it. But, like, it's a serious dystopia where half the people in the world are half robot, cyborg, whatever. And there's a big, you know how everybody thinks there's like a massive white-black war going on in America? Uh, it, imagine it's with people who aren't fitted with robot parts against people who are, one or, uh, are 100% human. So there's like all this racism going on or whatever you would call being prejudiced against a fucking robot, robotism. And it's this very serious game with a very long intro and a great story and it leads you into this town you're in Prague. You you're walking around is just a terribly crime-ridden city with uh, big brothers everywhere, you know. There's overhead, there's flying cameras for the police and anybody gets out of line they just fucking gun them down. <laughs> First fucking thing I do I'm going through a police checkpoint and I pick up a parking cone and I chuck it at this cop. It bounces off his head and he goes, "Ah," and he crumbles to the ground. And I just kept doing that. Rather than continue playing the game, I continued hitting him with parking cones. Nothing to do with the game, but they added it in there. I found it and that's, I got my money's worth as far as I'm concerned. So if I'm going to be a pitcher, or if I'm going to play any sport for that matter, I'm going to be violent because I've been allowed to be violent in hockey my whole life. So if I were a pitcher, I think it would sound a little something like this. Well, that's a great day for baseball. Thanks for joining us in the booth. I'm Vince Scully here with Ron Anderson bringing you all the highlights of the Houston Astros versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Starting pitcher today from Houston, Texas, Joey Valentine. What do you think, Ron? Well, then, he's a scrappy little pitcher. He's been known as be a little bit of a beanball, but uh, they think they've worked the kinks out. He's going to get it up there on the mound. He should throw a fast, fastball, but uh, we've got to watch. He's got a little bit of a wild arm, and you uh, have been known to hit people, but that's okay. He's a little rookie here. He's got a real rocket, and we're looking forward to everything he's going to do. All right, Ron, thanks so much for your wonderful insight on the game of baseball, and here we go. It looks like the players are taking the field. Now, bye. Bye. For St. Louis. Louis, Elvis, Elvis. Elvis. Ordonez. 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 All right, it looks like Valentine's ready to throw the first pitch. Here it comes. Oh, and he hit Ordonez right in the bread basket. You know, well, you know, man, that's not a good way to start. You don't want to hit the first batter with the uh, first pitch of the game, but uh, these things do happen. And, uh, we'll see how he works out. Get the kinks out. Right? All right, here we go. We'll see how he does with the next batter. Now, batting. now batting. Carlos Atray. A trade. All right, looks like Valentine's taking the sign. Here's the pitch. Oh, my goodness, and he hits him right in the face. Well, you know, he's got to stop doing that, man. Uh, it's two for two, two pitches, two people hit with the ball, and uh, gonna be, the pitches is going to clear here, the dugouts. So there's going to be lots of fighting here. You can, this, it's an acceptable kind of behavior in baseball. Well, we do know that uh, Valentine was well-known for his beanball. Uh, this is probably just a coincidence. Maybe some nerves. Maybe possibly nerves. Yeah, it could be nerves. I don't know. Maybe not make a goal. All right, let's see if we can get one across the plate this time. How about it? Juan Poseidon. Poseidon. All right, Valentine's got the sign. Here comes the pits Oh, no! God damn it! And Valentine's gone for the hat trick. He's hit all three players with just three pitches. And it looks like the umpire is coming up to talk to him on the mound. <laughs> okay, so uh, keeping with the theme of sports, I wanted to address something. And before I do, let me go ahead and give you a, a little disclaimer. Okay? I am not opposed to religion. I'm going to talk about religion, but I am not opposed to religion. And I 100% respect Everyone's opinion and right to a religion, I don't think anyone's wrong, I don't think anyone's right. I think that religion I respect it very much. I, f- I know that religion brings a lot of wonderful things into people's lives, and anything that can make someone happy if they believe that they are truly taken care of by God. I think that's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful gift to people, and you shouldn't make fun of it because we all find sanctuary in something. And for all we know, everyone's praying to the same God. So with that being said, I wanted to address sports players and praising God. And I don't mean religious sports players. I mean sports players who thank God or point to the sky and give it up to God whenever they score a goal or a touchdown or run or whatever. For some reason, human beings seem to be under the impression that God actually plays a hand in everyday life. And you have to, like, take this into consideration. For every human being on the planet, there is over a million ants. For every human being on the planet, okay? They're in the quadrillions of ants on this planet. You can see them, right? Now, imagine you're standing over an ant pile. That's one million ants, okay? Now, imagine God is standing over nine billion ants. And you think that, what, because you asked He reaches down and he goes, okay, I'm going to make this happen. I I think it's totally okay to thank God because God made you. God made the things that you use. God made the materials that man used to make the things you use. So sure, if you want to say, I thank God for being here, you can do that. But I don't understand thanking God for winning a sports game. I don't understand thanking God for scoring a goal. I really don't think he had a hand in that. I think that, like, you see these interviews after football games, and the guy's like, oh, like, I just want to thank, um, you know, my mom and, of course, God for uh, letting us win this game, and, uh, yeah, I'm like, mm, okay, so you think God is a Cowboys fan? Um, <laughs> most Cowboys fans will probably tell you that he is. Me, personally, I know that Jesus likes to watch hockey. See, the the reason I say this is because if you can thank God for scoring a goal, if you can thank God for winning a game, then couldn't you just as easily blame God or Jesus for losing? <laughs> hey, Alonso, what happened on that last drive? Oh, uh, well, like um, I was at the 40 and then the 30 and then the 20 and uh, Jesus knocked the ball out of my hands. I don't know what his problem is. Uh, Coach, can you tell us why uh, your team has been on a really long losing streak? Well, obviously, God hates the Buccaneers, okay? I don't know what to tell you. All right? He's not a fan. All right? Every time we get into the stadium, we think we're going to win, and God's like, no. So you can thank your God for us being 0-4. Football players huddle before the game, and they're like, all right, this one's going out to Jesus. Watch over us and help us win this game. Jesus is up in heaven. Looking over his shoulder from the TV, and he's like, "What? What? I- I'm trying to watch the-, the hockey game here. Dallas versus Montreal. It's a good game. Yeah, bless you, my son. All that, whatever." <laughs> See, when you get to heaven, then Jesus is going to say, "I can't believe you wasted your life," and they're going to be like, I "Repent for all my sins." And he's like, "No, I mean you watched the Cowboys for all those years. You do realize that they won their last Super Bowl in '95." You've been sitting around for 50 years, and they never gave you another one. You could have been watching hockey the whole time. I don't care about that other stuff you did. Oh, goodness. Oh, Joey. What? Say what you want. My Jesus has a sense of humor. Well, I got a lot of great material. I could make a really long, long show, but you know what? I'm seeing my numbers are dropping, and that really disappoints me, so if I'm going to if you guys aren't going to make the effort to listen to my shows, then maybe I should make the effort to uh, make them fucking 30 minutes, huh? What do you think about that? What would happen if the show just stopped airing all of a sudden? What would you think of that? Nobody fucking cares. All right, your voices have been heard. I'm going to wrap this one up. Having a great week here, and I hope everybody else is too. Remember, Fat Guy Loves Cake at Yahoo.com is how you can reach me if you want some My Heart Butt Stuff stickers or ones that say Fat Guy Loves Cake the podcast. As always, please hug your children, keep them close, kiss your kitty cats, and be nice. I will see you on Friday.